Bloom. Welcome to another episode of Bonsai Stuff by Bonsai Matsu. It's me, Scott Martin. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for listening. Um, it's always uh, it's always a great honour and a great privilege for me to be to put these podcasts together for you. And I uh, I strive to make them as entertaining and encouraging as I possibly can. So you guys keep coming back. What's uh, what's I always say? What's good for one of us is good for all of us. What's good for bonsai is good for everybody. So. Today I thought I'd uh, I'd focus on some uh, some do's and don'ts of bonsai. Now I'm not a big stickler for rules. Anyone who knows me uh, would know that I don't uh, don't strongly encourage uh, anybody to follow in someone else's foot, footsteps or to look to to mimic or mock or anything like that. But I thought putting together something like this may be uh, may be helpful and inspiring to to a lot of people that, that tune in and listen to the podcast. So first off, don't. Don't be discouraged. Don't hang your head. If something goes wrong, if it doesn't go to plan, you need to adapt, you need to change, you need to keep pursuing what it is that you're striving to pursue with your bonsai. So don't uh, don't be discouraged if something doesn't go exactly as planned. You know, If a bud doesn't pop where you want a bud to pop, well, look at plan B. If a, a branch doesn't grow where it should grow or if, if something cracks when you wire, whatever, don't be discouraged. Just keep moving forward. Keep taking one step in front of the other. Do. Do follow your instincts on design. Often when you, you look at the design of a tree and you feel that something's wrong with it, it's because instinctually it, it feels wrong to you. It doesn't feel natural. It doesn't feel the way that it should. Follow your gut instinct. It's nice to have someone that you can bounce those ideas off and someone that you can, you can seek uh, reassurance with. But ultimately... It's your tree. It's it's what you want to pursue. It's what you want to create. It's what you want to make. So therefore, it needs to be comfortable with you. So if your gut tells you that doesn't look right, follow it. Look at how you can improve that. By all means, seek, seek reassurance, but it's going to be your ultimate call. Do. Do work on perfecting your techniques and your skill set. The fundamentals of of how you how you maintain and prune and wire and shape and style and all that sort of thing they're pretty consistent from tree to tree the techniques that you use how you wire a tree that is very consistent so you need to work on always perfecting that having sloppy loose wiring or or poor technique with how you're pruning and maybe maybe not as refined as what you should be you should always look to perfect that part of it that is, that's a given. You need to make sure that that is, that is correct. Don't worry about setbacks. Hit the reset button and look for the next step forward. Always look for the next step forward. Do, do look for inspiration. I've said it before in, in earlier podcasts, there's many ways we can look for inspiration, whether it's in, in nature or, or through uh, other, other bonsais that you see around the place on the internet or at shows or, or visiting friends' gardens, whatever it is, always look for inspiration. doesn't mean you need to go out and spend... 15,000 bucks buying a new tree but I think that you can look at something that maybe someone else has done and it gives you that 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 spring in your step that little bit of encouragement to say you know if I work hard if I do this then I can get my trees to that point that point also look for consistency 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 is one of the things that's a fundamental for caring for, for your trees you know your trees when they're put into a container it's up to you what they get. You're, you're dictating 
when they get fed, when they get watered, the position that they're put in, everything, everything about their their microclimate, that's up to you. It's how you look after them as to how well they're going to develop and how well they're going to thrive. So you need to take that responsibility on and you need to ensure that you can give them exactly what they need when they need it. So you need to be very consistent in your approach. If you're feeding your trees, consistently feed your trees. If you're going to be pruning your trees and and looking for a refinement in the growth and you need to to stop uh, extended development of your trees or elongation of the branches to avoid thickening, you need to consistently do that. It's not a matter of doing it once today and then leaving it for three weeks and coming back to it because in three weeks' time, all that hard work will be gone. It'll be done. Don't be inconsistent commit when you're going to do something with your trees make sure that you give it 100 percent. if you're going to you know develop a sacrifice branch because you want thickening of the lower lower branch and to therefore thicken the trunk from that point down stick to it don't chop and change don't suddenly in three weeks time or a month's time or two months time or or a year's time suddenly go yeah i don't know i might do this now oh, i might do that once you set your design and your plan for your, your template for your tree that you want to try and achieve, you need to allow the tree time to achieve that. If you don't, you'll find that you'll be constantly chasing your tail with a tree that will never get there. Look for continual improvement. Look to make your tree and your bonsais better. Every time that you touch them, make them better. Now, it doesn't mean that they need to always look better it means that they need to maybe be stronger. So you might take that old adage of one step backwards, take two steps forward, you know, go through the the pluck chook phase to get to the higher level of your development and design of your tree. But always think about that. Always think about how you can improve your tree every time that you touch it. Have fun. Bonsai is about enjoyment. We get one crack on this, this earth. So you might as well make it that you're enjoying it. If you find that you're frustrated or you're disheartened or or you're not enjoying yourself doing your bonsai, it's probably time to stop, give it a break, and then come back to it at some later stage. You don't want to do it because you're being forced to. Working with your bonsais or, or spending time with your bonsai should be a time that you enjoy, a time that you can draw breath, stop thinking about everything else, zone in on what it is that's right in front of you right then and there, and stop thinking about everything else. If it's not that for you, maybe you go and make yourself a cup of tea. Have a walk around, stretch your legs, give it a while. When it does feel like that time for you again, when you can commit to it, when you can focus and zone in, that's the time you sit down and pull out your scissors and start working. If you're frustrated, you're thinking about something else, I guarantee you, your bonsai is not going to be in the best condition that possibly could be at the end of your time that you've spent with it. Don't change your approach to how you look after your trees without good justification. And this comes back to that inconsistency. You know, if you if you listen to everyone that gives you advice, uh, virtual advice or, or physical advice, whatever it is in any forum or any, any state of play that you, uh, you gather information about bonsai, if you took everybody's opinion on board and their approach to how they look after their trees and you chopped and changed with your trees, guarantee you it's not going to end well not going to end well for you and i guarantee it's not going to end well for your trees you're going to find that you're going to have major setbacks with inconsistent approach but also from your own point of view i talked about being disheartened that's 
this is where it comes from. It stems from from trees maybe dying or, or, or parts of the tree dying or the tree not developing as it should and you're getting frustrated. Bonsai is not about frustration. Bonsai is about enjoyment. Bonsai is about, about development and, and fingerprinting something and, and taking it to the next level and developing it and growing it and loving it. It's not about sitting there going, my goodness, why is this tree dead? What caused it? What did it do? What, what, was, the, what was the cause of that? It's maybe your inconsistent approach. Chopping and changing how you do things is, is not the best. And you, when, you, when you do take advice from someone, I've said it before, I'll say it again, you know, look at their trees. If, if their trees are healthy and, and they, they look and feel like what you would like your trees to look and feel like, then by all means, take their advice. Take their, you know, gather as much information as you possibly can. If you can't see their trees, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take their, their advice at all, ever. You know, that's, that's probably the worst thing you can do. Everyone's an expert on, on, on bonsai. You just have to ask them and they'll tell you. So if you want to have that consistent approach and you want to achieve a higher level with your trees, then by all means, go for it. Seek as many opinions as you possibly can. But take the one that you think or that you know is going to get you and your trees to that next level. Ask for an opinion, then do what you want. That's a do. I think that you should explore the varieties of species that we have available for bonsai as well. There's a lot of fantastic native species that are, that are coming to the fore, um, especially presently. There's a lot of stuff that's being, being collected and being pushed to the next level. But I don't think you should discount some of the exotic species or the more traditional um, species of bonsai that are overseas that have come to Australia at some stage or another as well because I think that if you look at going back to one of the fundamental do's is have fun I think that a variety of species allows you to continually experience things with your bonsai throughout the entire year you know focusing too too narrowly on on one species whether it's a, a, a black pine or a, or a certain type of Australian native whatever it is means that there's so many other different species with so many other different characteristics at different times of the year and, and so much enjoyment that you can, you can miss out on because you're, you're too narrow in your, in your search for, for perfection. I think you can, you can definitely hone in on a species and love it. You know, like I, I love black pines, so I've got, got bucket loads of them, but it's not the only tree that I have in my collection. And I, I think it would be um, a disservice to, to myself to, to not have a wide variety of trees that I can see each different season with and, you know, and, and get that get that that glow that I, I do when I see you know a, a, a maple starting to turn in autumn, or you see a native that's just getting ready to flower and the buds are starting to swell on the branches, and you know there's all there's there's different seasons and different species for for different benefit, and I think that you need to maybe broaden your skill set looking after different species too, but only having one tree and becoming an expert in that or so-called expert in that. You know, means that you you may not have the the required skill set to look after a different type of species, and I think that you're going to maybe close a, a lot of doors for um, for caring for bonsai and your own enjoyment that you you don't need to. Another do is plant a seed or take a cutting. Don't plant millions because there's a lot of work involved in very young young trees. But you know, I think the the, the evolution of a, of a tree from start to finish is really important. It may never get there in your lifetime. It doesn't have to. That's not the point. The point is that you can you can take steps along the way with 
with something that you can you can continue to evolve and and put your fingerprint on. Now, when you put a seed into the into the dirt, you know it's very satisfying. Whether it's veggies or whatever, it makes no difference what it is. You put that seed in the dirt to watch that 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 plant sprout. You know, my my daughter, my oldest daughter, she's just turned just turned twenty one and. She just a few days ago planted some um, some herb seeds, and I tell you, she, it's like she's three years old again, watching these things on the windowsill starting to sprout and pop up, and giving them water every day, and nurturing them, and it's it's fantastic. And I think that you can't lose sight of that. That we all have this this inner desire to I don't know where it comes from, but to to grow things. You know, and if you're involved in bonsai, that means horticulturally you you love plants, you love you love trees, and. And I think that it's it's important that somewhere along the way, you know, you do take a cutting off a, a juniper, you do let it develop, you you plant a seed off a, a trident maple and and watch it grow. Like I said, it doesn't need to be, you know, a three hundred year old tree overnight, and it, it may it may never get to be anything. But it's very satisfying watching something grow, and it's about the love that you feel for your plants. And I think knowing that that you're the person that put that seed into the dirt somewhere in the past is uh is a nice nice feeling to nice feeling to have we'll be right back my name is koji and i'm michelle and this is the japanese america podcast so this is where we look at all things japanese american we will bring alive the history culture and people that make up this diverse community in this month's episode we'll examine koji's unique family history to help bring this story alive, we brought on actor and comedian Derek Mio. He was reported to be extremely pro-Japanese and anti-American in sentiment. Her husband was taken into custody by the military authorities under a warrant authorized by the Secretary of War. Who was his enemy of the United States? He was my grandfather on my dad's side. To hear more stories about Japanese America, you can listen to this podcast anywhere you normally download your podcast. Another don't is don't stop getting better educated or learning with bonsai there's so much to it there's there's so many different facets to the different species and and things change you know if you if you consider where bonsai started uh, way back when you know you I look at my bookshelf now and there's there's magazines from japan from the from the 80s and that was like our bible you know we we looked at that stuff and i remember reading it night after night after night after night and and you look back at some of the techniques in there now and and yeah sure some of them are still still relevant and some of them are still um still appropriate but there's other stuff in there that you think you know it's it's done better now we've evolved and it's like anything whether it's you know a form of manufacturing or, or whatever it is things change and things never stay never stayed the same never stay static and i think that the way that we the way that we look after our bonsai has changed too, and and the products that we have available to ourselves now for for all different things, pest management. You know, we used to have sprays that would you know make the make the hairs on your legs stand up. Was what we used to think was the best way to treat our trees. And now we know that they they're not good for the plants. They're not good for us. Um, not good for the environment. So there's there's the ways that that's changed. So if you constantly say no this is the way that i've always done it and this is the way i'm going to do it well then you won't evolve and it won't you know it won't get better it won't get it won't get more pleasing and i think that education and how you look after your trees and this this ability as i said earlier to to take advice from someone knowledgeable advice from the correct people i think is is really valuable and really important 
and closing your mind to it and not looking at, at sharing of ideas and, and broadening of your horizons is, is you know, it's, it's probably one of the worst, worst things that you can do. You know, we look at, look at where we were with, with bonsai pots specifically and containers that we use for our trees and, you know, you look at what we've got available to us now and it's so broad and so diverse and, and you know, the, the, the guidelines or the rules that we used to used to be told or used to follow now are out the window. So if you, if you stay closed-minded to these things, then there's a lot of enjoyment that you're going to miss out on because things don't follow the rules or what you believe are the rules. Another don't is don't ignore what your tree is telling you. Changes in foliage, uh, changes in the colour of the tree, maybe the, the water uptake rate. You know, there's, there's all little cues and little little indicators that you need to be acutely aware of that will help you to keep healthier, happier trees. Healthy, happy trees means that they develop a lot faster because you've got more options. You've got more options on a healthy tree for pruning, for styling, for recovery rates, repotting, whatever it is. If your tree is at its peak, then you've got far more options up your sleeve. So you should never ignore what your tree is telling you. If you, it's also the external factors with your tree. If you see uh, pests on your tree or something like that, well then, yeah, as a, I believe that you should treat the treat the, the problem, but then look for the cause. There's always something. There's always something there that's going to make you go, ah, right, okay. So if I did this, the tree then starts to get stronger, which means it gets stronger. It starts to then give me more development choices, and hey, it's going to live for a, for a, a, a lot longer than than what it possibly would have if it hadn't been cared for. So you know your tree is better than anyone else. You want to make sure that you hone in and listen to what your tree is telling you. I spend my youth dropping coins in a wishing well. Here in Melbourne, Australia, we're about a month into spring, so the daylight hours now are longer than the, the nighttime hours and the trees are all starting to kick off, so it's, uh, it's a pretty important time for how we develop and maintain our trees, and I just wanted to run through, I suppose, what it is that I'm doing at the moment, and I always ask myself the same question whenever I work on one of my trees or look to do something to that tree. It's what stage of development is it in? Is it in development or is it in refinement stage? Or is it in both? So what I mean by that is you've got a tree that you're developing uh, trunk line or branching or something like that, then you'll treat that very differently from a tree that's in refinement. So if you've got a tree in refinement, you're looking at fine twigging branching. So you don't want coarse growth, you don't want thick growth, you want delicate growth. So therefore your feeding habits need to change accordingly. If you just dump the fertilizer on a tree that's in refinement stage, as you would a tree in development, then your refinement work can be destroyed in a very quick period of time. That tree will get too strong and the growth will be too long and too coarse. So you need to assess the trees before you go into that automatic process of, 
of, okay, yep, it's spring, start feeding the trees. It's all right, well, okay, is it the right thing to do for this tree right now to feed it? Or am I better off holding off a little bit, letting the tree use some of its existing energy and strength to push out its first flush of growth, wait for that growth to harden off, and then start feeding the tree and start building up its health and improving its health and making it stronger without it pushing all that strength into new growth which will destroy the the fine branching that I've worked so hard on. Likewise, a tree in development, if you hold back the food or feeding that tree or fertilizing that tree uh, early in spring, you may miss the first shot that that tree has of developing a little bit faster. So feeding is a really important thing, but it's not something that you should just jump into automatically. It's something that you need to, you need to develop and refine your skill set with. And that's where having someone, as I said earlier, someone that you can bounce ideas off or talk to about these things, that's that's ideal. And where it gets a little bit tricky, I suppose, is where you have a tree that's partially in development but also partially in refinement. Might be you're still developing the lower branches and thickening those, but your apex of the tree is in refinement stage. You don't want that to develop too fast. So there's a compromise there somewhere along the way where you need to say, okay, the tree needs the food to develop these bottom branches, but I cannot have the apex develop. And if you want, as a bonsai practitioner, if you want to hold back or stop something from developing, we have one simple tool in our arsenal, and that's our scissors. As, as the growth develops, if you prune it, you stop it from, from developing. You stop it from having resources allocated to it when the tree suddenly goes, right, that's it, that's been cut onto the next bud or onto the next branch. So it's really tricky when you've got a tree that's in, in partial development, partial refinement, because you need to be monitoring that tree on a daily basis. You can't leave it for a week and then come back to it because the area that you're trying to refine, the apex, the strongest, typically the strongest part of the tree, can shoot away pretty quickly, almost overnight, and start elongating. If you are out there every morning or every afternoon or every day, out there monitoring as that growth starts to appear at the apex if you prune it you stop it from from going then the idea is that the tree allocates its resources back further down where you've allowed the branches to extend the sacrifice branches to run or the thickening the branches that you will be using to develop something further further down the tree are allowed to grow so the tree will allocate more resources to that area so by stopping it pushing it to the apex to the strongest part of the tree it then pushes those resources back down to the weaker parts of the tree, which is which is exactly what we want. One more final don't, or two. One is don't attempt carving when you're tired, especially with mechanical tools really importantly is don't ever give up. Never throw the towel in on any tree or on bonsai in general. Um, continually persist with that strive to take steps forward every time that you, you touch that tree, you think about that tree, you water that tree. Don't become disheartened. Don't throw in the towel. Stay with it. Bonsai is worth it. Bonsai is not for, not for spring. It's not for summer. It's forever. This is something that you can get years and years and years of enjoyment out of. As I've always said, you don't need to have your trees at the peak of their their design or their their display to be enjoyable. It can be anything. It can be a fresh little seedling. 
as long as it puts a smile on your dial, as long as it makes you, you know, think about them favorably, as long as it makes you feel better, Bonsai's good. Bonsai's great. So stay with it. Um, as always, please stay in touch uh, via the website, bonsaimatsu.com, or via the socials, Instagram or Facebook. I'm always there uh, and I always respond. And I do thank you for, for staying in touch. I've had lots of uh, lots of contact again over the last month from all different parts of the world, even Brazil, which is lovely. So um, stay with it. Look after yourselves. Think about the do's and don'ts. Think about them positively and enjoy your bonsai. Have a great spring if you're in, in Australia. If you're outside Northern Hemisphere, enjoy autumn because it's a lovely time as well. And I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Thanks for tuning in.